Good afternoon, good evening. My name is Marty Plum, and I am the host of a Pen and a Napkin podcast, the weekly coaching clinic that you can carry around with you in your pocket. Today is book club number 14, I believe, and we are going to zig while everybody else is zagging here this week. Uh, We are going to step out of the sport of basketball for this week's book club, and we are going to jump into a soccer book. Uh, if you'd have told me 10 years ago that I would have read a soccer book uh, to help me out with coaching basketball, I thought you're crazy. But uh, I actually saw this book. We were at a tournament at a college and uh, was walking around the facility or doing something and saw this book on a desk and I kind of picked it up. Nobody else was around. I kind of picked it up, leafed through it, read read a couple of pages. I thought, hey, you know, kind of like this, you know. So went and got it. And um, there's a lot of really, really good things in this book. A different way of, of looking at things uh, that have a lot in common. And we're going to talk about The 90-Minute Manager by Chris Brady and David Bolchover. Uh, excuse me if I didn't get that right, guys. Uh, the 90-Minute Manager here. And it talks about how to be a, a soccer manager. Um, and so just some things to... Uh, to relate from this book. Um, it's written a little bit differently. It's kind of got longer chapters. Uh, it uses a lot of examples from uh, specific managers in European football. Uh, but there's a lot that you can carry over into basketball or any other sport. Uh, they talked about, uh, amongst other things, uh, that managers are responsible for the values, the culture, the setting the tone and standards of the of the program, player development, and having the team reach their potential. Those are the jobs of the managers. Uh, five basic things. The values of the program, the culture of the program, the setting the tone of the program, and, and what standards um, you're going to, uh, to uphold your players to. Developing players, and by developing those players, hopefully you reach your potential. Um, the unfortunate thing is that nobody really any it's getting more and more difficult for people to look at the process and instead people focus on the result. Uh, there's a stat that they mention uh, the average Premier League manager has a job for 39 months and that includes like Sir Alex Ferguson who is uh, at uh, Man U forever. Uh, amongst others, uh, 39 months, that's less than three years. Um, it, they also talk about business. Uh, CEOs that were appointed uh, post-1985 are three times more likely to be fired than pre-1985 CEOs. So that tells you the, the impatience that people have these days. They don't want to, they want to hurry along the process to get to the result. And those are difficult situations to to be around uh it, it, it puts a lot of pressure on you uh coaches I, i'm sure that some of you have have felt that uh where you've been on this you know you were told when you were hired let's say you're taking over a rebuilding situation and you know you were told hey you know what we know we're not very good right now uh you know develop teams develop teams uh but you know <laughs> people aren't nearly as patient as they used to be uh you see coaches uh, multiple coaches in college football this year that were let go after two seasons. That's it, two seasons. Not even, you know, they got one recruiting class uh, before they were let go. And and that shows you kind of the direction that, that things are going in, all right? 
they talk about how, uh, and, and I don't necessarily agree with this, uh, but they say you have to be obsessed to be a manager. I would say you have to be passionate to be a manager. You have to be passionate to be a head coach. But you also have to be able to, to leave that stuff at the office just like you would with any other job. I know uh, if you ask my wife, uh, there were times where I had a hard time leaving uh, things at the gym. And, and, and that's part of being passionate. Uh, you can't be obsessed. You can't let it take over your life, but you do need to be passionate about it. Uh, you do need to realize that you're going to sacrifice. I know there's been more than one situation where, uh, coaches have quit being a head coach after a year, maybe two, uh, because they didn't realize how much work it was. Uh, it is a lot of work to be a high school coach and to run a good high school program. Uh, our authors talk about finding what they call the IPS or the ideal performance state. You know, for you as a coach or in this case a manager, what is your ideal performance state? Where do you find yourself? All right. Uh, you know, some things that we've talked about before: continuously working on connecting with people character. Uh, the, the character of your players is so vitally, vitally important. Uh, they kind of go through a, a part where they talk about, um, you know, how some players are just uncoachable. And if you've coached long enough, you've probably had one, if not more than one player who you just get to the point where it's just like, I don't know what to do to reach this kid. I don't know uh, how to, to get them to get the the best performance out of them uh they are just a a chemistry killer um and it's it's tough it's tough but they they talk about the character of the players and and how you know there's no such thing as a great coach without a great player and, and gino Ariema, you know the first thing he'll say is hey i've had great players you know and, and that's very very true uh, that you have to have great players and you have to continue to develop those players to make them great players but the character of those players, uh, there's a part where they say, uh, and I'm going to read this word for word here, head coaches are very reliant on players who can assume some leadership during a game by adapting the head coach's strategy to short-term situations and mirroring his or her determination to succeed. You have to have those special kids and those special players to do special things. That's why it's special, and it's hard to find special kids. Um Youth systems, um, and this is something that actually came up today um, when I was talking about this uh, with a coworker. Uh, youth systems, and how uh, we are burning kids out at such a rapid, rapid rate. You you want them to get used into the habit of winning, but you don't want to burn them out. She was talking about her granddaughter, who is in third grade, who was. Uh, asked to play on a fifth grade traveling soccer team that was traveling to places like Dallas, St. Louis, Denver, uh, and, and other just long distance. You know, these are kids in fifth grade. Uh, these are kids that are uh, not even ready for braces yet. Uh, when you think back to uh, when I was a kid, uh, the first time we played somebody not from our town uh, was when I was in seventh grade. You know, and, and now we're asking kids to travel to, to these places and to fly. Uh, th that's just, that, that makes it difficult. Um, it's a club situation, and it's not a, a school organization. But, you know, still, we, we wonder why we're struggling uh, with kids and their mental development and, and why they struggle to adjust and, and, and struggle to uh, 
deal with you know tough things happening to them they, they struggle to deal with uh, adversity sometimes um, in order to deal with these situations it is important that you have a good assistant coach that is a great sounding board for your players that they're the go-between uh, they're the translator for you and uh, Brady and Bolshevar talk about that as well in the book how it's important for a great manager to have a great assistant coach to help be that sounding board um, they talk about how teams need frequent re rejuvenation you know coaches if you're listening here uh, if you're basketball coaches, you're getting into the point of the season, it's kind of the dog days. It's hard to kind of get excited about every single competition that's coming up. You need to do something to rejuvenate your team. Have a game day uh, in the sense of game, you know, play wiffle ball, play kickball, uh, do something like that. Uh, have a surprise day. Take your team to Dave and Buster's or something like that, all right? Um, a lot of the leadership, and this kind of goes back to, uh, what we were previously talking about. Much of the leadership and organization essentially come from within the locker room. So what uh, what these guys are kind of admitting um, is that coaching is about the players. And if you don't have the players, or as you know, Coach Fritchie, who was on a couple of weeks ago, he, he famously uh, once told me, you know, it's not about the X's and O's, it's about the Jill's and the Joe's. And if you, if you don't have that character and that talent within the locker room uh, to, to handle success, to breed success, that type of thing, then, you know, it's it's tough for you as a head coach to figure out what direction, uh, or it makes it difficult. I won't say it's tough, but it makes it more difficult when you don't have the talent or the character. Now, if you have talent and character, you're going to achieve special things because those are special players, all right? Um, when you want to, you know, uh, somebody I used to work for said, uh, and I think this is very true. You can win any battle you want, but you can't win every battle. And I think that's really, really true. Um, when you're dealing with your administrators, you got to figure out which battles you want to fight, and you got to figure out uh, which battles are worth winning and which ones are worth losing. And only the real talented kids are the ones that are really worth fighting for. And that talent doesn't necessarily mean physical talent, but we're talking about character talent. That if you decide to play... Uh, a, a, a less talented uh, but character-driven kid who does things the right way um, ahead of a more talented player, that's worth fighting for. Um, you know, I had to do that a couple of times in my career where, you know, we, we, we set kids uh, and, and we played less less gifted players but more program players. Um, and they knew it. And it was a clear and direct message. I made no bones about it uh, that that's what we wanted to do. Um so, you know, the, the, one of the biggest things that you have to do as a head coach is to be, uh, as, as our authors say, aggressive talent developers. And you've got to work, you know, we've had multiple coaches in our interview podcast talk about, uh, you know, the, the importance of their youth systems and bringing in kids within their program up the ladder. Um, you know, it is, it is vitally important to develop that and not only to do that, but as they say in the book, to motivate these individuals to continue to work hard. All right. So this is the 90-minute manager. It's a different read. I'll be the first one to admit it's a different read. It's a different format of a book. Uh, if you're a basketball coach who is intrigued by other sports and maybe wants to dip into something new, this might be something you want to check out. Um, I enjoyed it. Um, 
there there were some some segments of the book that I'll be honest with you I did not pick up as much off of but there were a lot of really good things in it and and it's nice to hear a new perspective I think it's important as as a basketball coach that you check out football baseball soccer hockey other sports and those sports to check out leadership and strategy uh, ideas from 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 basketball as an example all right so uh, the 90 minute manager Chris Brady David Bolshever I think I'm saying that right. Uh, again, if you would like to follow us, it'd be great if we get a follow on Twitter, a pen and a napkin, uh, email us. If you have any questions, comments, suggestions, a pen and a napkin at gmail.com. Uh, obviously you're listening, subscribe, rate, review, like at iTunes or SoundCloud. Um, again, a different book, different format, different idea, but it's good that we look at things differently and try different things, uh, to get out of our comfort zone. We ask our players to do it, then we should do it as coaches as well. So the 90 minute manager coaches, as always, be sure to hone your craft one day at a time.